Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. I would like to give a quick thanks to our tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel Buzz Killington Thank you again. Now on to the story. Story number one. Humans are weird. Cravings. Written by Betty Adams. Human friend O'Leary. Tisks called out. It is our designated break time. Would you like to accompany me to the beverage dispenser in order to stretch our motile appendages? Human friend O'Neary twitched suddenly at Trisk's voice, but glanced down at him with a strained smile. Sure, Trisk's, he said as his hands flew over the control panel, closing out of his program and shutting down his computer. Trisk's wondered at that. So far, every human he had seen in a professional situation took time to completely lock down the terminal that they were working on before they left it, even for a short time. The behavior seemed rather unnecessary and wasteful of time, but it was not what had the Trisk concerned today. The human finished the task and leaned back in his chair. He indulged in a period of prolonged, slow movement where he extended and contracted symmetrical muscle groups to the full extent before standing. The humans called it stretching, and it seemed necessary to the muscle function. Then the human extended his hand for Trisks to walk on. So, how are you feeling this work cycle? Trisks asked as he settled himself down on the human's broad shoulders. Eh, so-so, the human said, dipping his shoulders in a shrug. Trisks was very experienced in riding humans, and he compensated for the movement easy enough. It was not the shrug that disturbed him, but the human's response. Humans. A human friend, O'Leary in particular, was notorious for exaggerating the sense of well-being. If he were admitting that some part of his experience was unpleasant, then he was probably experiencing some severe discomfort. May I ask what the positive element of the so-so is? Just asked as he approached the water dispenser. The usual, I guess. Brenda Deary said as he distinct lack of enthusiasm. I like all of you little guys. I get plenty of human interaction in the other departments. Got an actual physical letter from a buddy of mine, Jim, back from terror. Trisks clicked a sudden delight. Do you plan on sharing it with the rest of us during our sharing time tonight? Trisks asked. Human friend O'Leary's facial muscles gave the tiniest twitch of unease at the question. Of course, the sharing sessions are not mandatory, Trisks quickly assured him. If their letter is too intimate, ah, human friend O'Leary said with a dismissive wave of his hand. Nothing like that. It's a perfectly unintimate letter. Mostly reminiscent over old times, you know. We were in a little garage band together as kids. He was on drums. What was the purpose of this band? Trisks asks curiously. We played music together, human friend O'Leary said. We weren't all that good, but we had fun time. That sounds enchanting, 
Trisks said with a delighted skitter as the human friend O'Leary sipped his water. The human smiled and then his eyes drifted to the middle distance and he sighed. Trisks decided that the subtle approach hadn't worked and prepared to jump right in. If the letter contained no disturbing information, then why are you so disturbed, human friend O'Leary? Trisks asked as they headed back to the desk. Say what? Human friend O'Leary said. You've been distracted and twitchy all day, Trisks observed. Yeesh. The human ducked his head and rubbed the back of it uneasily. That obvious, huh? Indeed, Trisks said. Well, no problem, human friend O'Leary said. The reason why I'm staying home tonight from the sharing session is to get it out of my system. Get what out of your system? Trisks asked. The hunger, human friend O'Leary said, his voice deep with earnestness. Trisks mulled over this while they went back to the workstation. I was under the impression that it was unwise for humans to eat just before they go dormant, he observed. Human friend O'Leary laughed and shook his head as he deposited Trisks down at his workstation. Different kind of hunger, little bud, he said. We were in a band, Jim was on the drums and I was on the guitar. Some days I just need to play. Human friend O'Leary's fingers suddenly began a strange twitching pattern that they had been attempting to complete all day, and the human hummed out a few notes. The music gets in you, the human said with a far look in his eyes. I just wants to get out. Trisks stared at him uneasily, but the human shook himself and grinned down at Trisk. Not to worry, little buddy, he said as a dismissive wave. I just let myself go too long without breaking out the old six-string and giving her a spin. I'll tune her up and be back to normal by tomorrow. Trisks idly wondered if normal for a human meant something less confusing than the concepts that human friend O'Leary had just expressed. End of story. Story number two. A brief update to the university rules, written by Quasar Hydevist. Since there have been a few issues integrating human students, posted here will be a brief list of rules and guidelines to be updated as time goes on, in order to aid the transition. Number 1. Antimatter firecrackers must have less than 1 gram of antimatter. Number 2. Antimatter fireworks must have less than 1 gram of antimatter. Number 3. Decorative explosives must have less than one gram of antimatter. Number four, anything involving more than 0.1 grams of antimatter must first be cleared by the department head. Number five, the on-site medical staff no longer need a reason why a human is injured. Number six, since pretty much every human is augmented to an unheard of extents, challenging others to physical duels is seen in bad taste. Number seven, Mad scientist laughter is now required so as to act as an early warning system. Number 8. The self-replicating stabby swarm is to be shut down and not created again. Number 9. Hardcore human rule 34 is now classified as a psychological weapon and carries with it the legal implications of such when shown to non-humans. Number 10. Humans are to limit the sale and or distribution of any sort of chocolate to non-humans to 
1 grams per decacycle. Non-humans are not to attempt to replicate, create, or otherwise obtain more than 2.5 grams per decacycle. Yes, it is excellent. However, it is also highly addictive if taken in high, for us anyway, amounts. Number 11. Humans are not to modify predators native to the planet of any student here in order to make them more dangerous and or terrifying. Number 12. Humans are not to modify predators in general to make them more dangerous and or terrifying. Number 13. Humans are not to modify predators. Number 14. Any sort of augmentation of any organism besides themselves by humans is to be first cleared by the bioengineering and cybernetic department heads. Number 15. Humans are not to instruct organisms how to modify themselves as to technically not have been the ones to do it. Number 16. No augmenting the dead. Number 17. The proposed Project Zombie, no. Number 18. The airborne virus forcing several species to talk in reverse was just wrong on multiple levels. If we ever figure out who did it, they will be disciplined. Number 19. The on-site medical staff insists that they not be told why a human is injured. Number 20. If pirates, etc., attack the facility, you are free to defend yourself and the vicinity. But if they surrender, you must take prisoners, not to uh, turn these assholes' spine into powder and force these buddies to snort it. Number 21. No experimenting on prisoners. Number 22. Anything which causes you to pause and wonder if the ethics board will have an issue with it must first be cleared by the relevant department heads. Number 23. If a human and a Focardian are in a relationship, please let us know ahead of time so that we can install more soundproofing. Number 24. No playing volleyball with Yeet-class tugboats and asteroids. Number 25. Trapping someone in an entirely dark and soundproof room suspended in midair with pressure beams is just cruel. Number 26. As is doing the same with any other form of levitation inducing mechanism. Number 27. No trapping people in rooms. This seems like the sort of thing that shouldn't have had to be said. Number 28. No experimenting with electromagnetic powerful enough to crumple the universe into a tiny ball without clearance from the relevant department head. Number 29. The on-site medical staff will apparently be shooting with non-lethal projectiles anyone who tells them why a human is injured unless it is completely necessary to the successful treatment of such injury. Number 30. No installing mechanisms in the hallways to make the floor slightly change and tilt every day. 31. Nor anywhere else. 32. John Vlakovich, why did you ever think that was a good idea? 33. No changing the climate of an area. 34. Dragons are to be kept smaller than 10 meters in length. 35. No outfitting every cargo ship that comes within a star system with enough weapons to classify it as a dreadnought, even if you call it a light point defense weaponry. Number 36. Use the common sense of a species other than human. I don't care that it is discriminatory. Number 37. 
Don't do anything which might cause your teachers to have their species equivalent of PTSD. Number 38. Do not hide crocodiles in the toilets. Number 39. Do not hide alligators in the toilets. Number 40. Do not hide anything living, dead, robotic, or otherwise in the toilets. Number 41. Do not use time travel to cheat on exams. Number 42. Do not clone people without their consent. Number 43. Do not camouflage, wall up, or otherwise make inaccessible doors or classrooms to delay lessons. Number 44. Do not sell things for someone else's blood. Number 45. Do not sell things for someone else's soul. Number 46. Do not sell things for someone else's firstborn child. 47. Do not sell things for someone else's secondborn child. Number 48. Do not sell things for someone else's child at all. Number 49. Do not sell things for someone else's relative. Number 50. Do not sell things for anybody. 51. Do not build sand castles in the middle of hallways. 52. Do not build castles out of classmates frozen in time. 53. Do not build castles out of classmates restrained in any manner. 54. Do not build castles out of teachers. 55. Do not build castles out of people. 56. Do not build castles out of organisms. 57. Actually, just don't mess with time in general. 58. The phrase in general does not mean inside a military general, and you know it. 59. Do not make speech, scent, etc. to text the only way of transcribing things. 60. Do not create self-replicating castles. 61. Do not edit this document. 62. Do not make any constructs of any sort out of anything living or recently deceased. 63. Do not do anything which might cause accountants to have their species equivalent of PTSD. 64. Do not construct a Beowulf cluster out of people's brains unless they were already dead and marked as organ donors. 65. Do not do things just so this list has more entries. 66. The Warians have their equivalent of panic attack every time a human proclaims blood for the blood god or for the emperor. So just don't. Number 67. No. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.